Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book Two, Fall of the Void. Greetings, travelers from galaxies beyond. This is The Pod Has Been Cast, a sci-fi Dungeons and Dragons space epic. Who's playing with me today? Uh, my name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Xandar Radnax, who also uses he, him pronouns. Hey, y'all. My name is Bianca Phipps. Uh, I use they, them pronouns, and I'm playing Hart, who also uses they, them pronouns. <laughs> My name is Carlos Lomedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I play Rainhole Winter, who uses she, her pronouns. Walk me through. What is the joke here? <laughs> is it that you're falling into the microphone? Well, well, or are you being well Robert it? fell into place, and, okay. and, then, and then I... I zoomed by. <laughs> <And then laughs> Carlos, Carlos did like a rotation. Yeah, I was around. Yeah. 360 experience. <laughs> okay, okay. I just wanted to kind of Hopefully understand. all that was captured in the audio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully this is unnecessary, me breaking this down. Um, hi, I'm Jules. I'll be your void master this evening. I use they, the pronouns. Uh, now, while I take a net and try to run around and catch my performers, uh, why don't the rest of you figure out what happened last time? Whoa, there they go! Last time, on The Pot Has Been Cast. After performing funeral rites for Cobalt, we agreed to accompany the Gobbler and the Dwarves back to stone. We transferred Shale, Durgan, and Reggie to the Star Corsair, where Donnie was waiting for us with a message from Artemis. Captain Cassiopeia was captured by the Renegade fleet. Artemis provided coordinates near to the farthest Sodean Gate. When we reached Stone, we said our goodbyes to Shale and then headed back to Fay Crossing. We informed Hestia of our discoveries on the planet Mimic, and after some Hestia-typical conversation, she granted Rain full access to her research on thesis and antithesis. You all were headed to the top of Fay Crossing towards the council quarters, is that correct? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely twist for a stroll. <laughs> <laughs> Let me twist your arm. All right. Yeah, so sure. Then, that's where we'll find you. You all are in sort of the council chambers. Most of the offices are here. This is kind of right outside where the council usually sits. Um, you're kind of in a nice little waiting area. Um, uh, actually, you know, you probably do have your own office there. Xandar is barren. There's nothing inside of it. Not even like a computer. It's just sort of like an empty room. Nice. Nice. Um, Not even like a desktop void phone. <laughs> just, just, just fully a nothing there. A filing cabinet with a sorted wires. Like you open wires. the door and you see like a little spider like sort of skitter away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cozy. Um, and that's when uh, your stepmom, um, Counselor Anderson Hallwinter, uh, will approach. Oh my God, I didn't know y'all were coming back. Yeah, we're back. Uh, and she runs up and like embraces you. Oh, hey, I hug her back. <sighs> You're okay. Yeah. How did everything your... go out there? Oh, I, I got to tell you, it was pretty scary, but I, I think we pulled through okay, right guys? 
Affirmative. Guys? No worse than we've turned out before. Yeah, I think we're both like, just like loopy. Yeah, it's like very much like, 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 Raina's like, yeah, it was pretty scary, but we're probably okay, right? And like, uh, the answer is clearly no. <laughs> we're all just like staring at a wall in an empty yeah. office, not it's talking. It's empty in this room. None of us have said anything. <laughs> she just sort of nods. Huh. Y'all need to eat something. Um, listen. I didn't want to blindside you with this. If you had given me some heads up, I would have given you some warning. Uh, things are about to get shaken up here. And yeah, Rain, call your mother more. Maybe we'd get some some important I, intel. Xandar, not now. <laughs> Jesus. To Sorry, be fair, Mom, we were out of say? communication range. That is true, uh, yeah. Uh, I have an excuse. True. And that was probably something that they used to their advantage. I'm afraid, uh, Counselor Radnax, that your seat is uh, currently in jeopardy. Oh, oh, a challenger. Well, I'm I'm all about due process, so let the people decide. Um, well then, I suppose they will. Um, why don't y'all come in? And, um, she starts to head in towards the council, um, <clears throat> audience chambers. Oh, I whis- I whisper to Xandar as we're going in. I'm like, are we running a campaign right now? <laughs> I think we might need to. I, I don't know. This is kind of fun. <laughs> You all follow. <laughs> you all follow in. Um, you were back in sort of like the, these like gilded kind of council halls. You see these um areas of sitting for all the uh, council races. Um, the uh, same faces that you remember from before, all sitting there. You remember the uh, elven counselor uh, from last time, whose uh, name. Uh, Silver, silver, bright twig, um, sort of rolls his eyes as you all enter. Um, Gromit Point Break, the uh, dwarven seat, um, sort of stands and like salutes you all as you come in. Um, no doubt aware of your actions with the uh, gobbler. Um, you see Jif, the um, creaturean uh, counselor, is still sitting there, kind of regards you uh, wearily. Um, your mother takes her place, and um, you see in your seat, the uh, Gith seat, uh, you see a general sitting, a Githyanki general, um, old uh, Xandar, maybe someone that you might even recognize. You can roll a check on that. Um, but like decked to. out in awards and like medallions. Uh, what is this, history? Mm-hmm. I got a nine. <laughs> Didn't pay attention um, much. <laughs> no, you you don't. I mean, but you know, you know from kind of the general outfit that this person is high ranking in the Gith army. Um, he's sitting there and he has a whole retinue with him. Um, a number of like bodyguards and attendants. Um, also sort of like geared and uh, tricked out. And as you stand in, um, he sort of looks up. Well, well, well. If it wouldn't be the pretender to the throne, Counselor Radnax, thank you for keeping my seat warm. Yes, of course. Uh, it was an honor to serve in a time when it had been abdicated and abandoned. 
glad to see it's in such capable hands now, and I would like to offer a handshake. Uh, yeah, he extends and um, shakes your hand. He kind of to, has to lean over the railing where he's seated um, to reach out to your hand, but he um, takes it with a firm grip. Um, and uh, he says, you know, we didn't know how important this seat was until one of us took it. Yes, a very important seat indeed. The balance of the Galactic Council is nothing without the Gith influence, and... I'm so glad to see a retinue of uh, military personnel such as yourselves coming to the table uh, to strengthen the bond of this council and uh, to further its goals uh, and bringing the void together and uh, and abolishing our foe. And uh, I'm here to provide any kind of, you know... Uh, help or guidance or advice from my time out there dealing with the crisis in the void uh, in, in, in your time of service. Um, yeah, Roxy will speak up. So, you're abjugating your seat? I don't... I will look at my friends, kind of, and be like, I don't think I ever intended on making a career in politics. I was just... Helping out in a time of need. Yeah, I say, yeah, it'd be too easy. You know, we like to live the hard life. <laughs> um, do, do we recognize this gift from like, was was this person like present at the banquet, the, the gala? Um, No, I don't think you recognize this gift. I think the only one that might would be Xandar. Okay. Um, um He uh, grins and says, well, you've made this nice and easy. I appreciate that. And Xandar Radnax, as head of the United Gith, I want to officially commend you. Whew. I know you've been running from us for a long time, and you don't have to run any longer. Welcome home, son. I appreciate that. I, I always kind of assumed it was half running and half y'all turning a blind eye. Oh, <laughs> We see everything, especially our own. And I would like to appoint you as one of my generals. <sighs> I hope that's not an exploding offer. Uh, it's something I'd need to discuss with my crewmates. You certainly take all the time you need. Um, you see the elven counselor, uh, Bright Twig, stand... <clears throat> I hate to break this up, but perhaps this party brings some sort of news from the void. Affirmative. We were successful in returning the gobbler to stone. And the stone remembers. Thank you for your service. Thank you for saving my... my son. And he sort of like sits down. Is that new information? Do we not know that they were related? Ah, uh, you did not. Oh, wow. Oh. oh Sorry no. about your kid. I don't say that, but I think it. Um, uh, uh, and then I think I look at Rain um, mm -hmm. as, as, if, as if to be like, are we going to tell him? Think we uh, you get the sense he knows. About the cannon? 
Oh, oh I, I, about, about co cobalt on the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can just yeah. that he knows about his daughter. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, um, it was a very perilous journey. I'm trying to like sound political. <laughs> However, the 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 people have all decided to survive on this one. <laughs> well, the ones that did. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be talking. <laughs> and, and much like our service to the council, <laughs> this threat does not end. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> we have discovered that we may be in grave peril of uh, a weapon, a threat we've all been afraid of for many years, the Annihilation Cannon. Gasps through the room, whispers. Maybe in the hands of the Renegade Fleet. Um, the, the whispers turn into uproar, cries of like concern. Uh, um, you see like photos starting to snap. Um, uh, your mother like sort of bangs a gavel, um, calls for order um, as the elven counselor leans in. You were saying that that unfortunate cannon has fallen into enemy hands. We fear the worst that that might be true. We intend on putting a small fleet together at the council's behest to investigate further and if necessary, stop the threat. Uh, they all, like, sort of share concerned looks. Um, Roxy leans in. A small fleet to take on the Renegade fleet? That could be an escalation. Well, we may want to escalate first before the Annihilation Cannon is the escalation received from the other side. Um, they all sort of look at each other. Uh, the Gith Counselor speaks up. I don't know much about no cannon, <clears throat> but I do know you don't want to be fighting a war on two fronts. I say we move forward with my proposed peace talks with Hal. If those go according to plan, then we'll have plenty of ships to take on a couple of angry orcs. And what? while that happens, you don't think that this very site of Fay Crossing won't be directly in the crosshairs of the Annihilation Cannon where you all sit so comfortably in these council chambers? Uh, Roxy raises a hand. There's no need to drive panic, Counselor. Or, <clears throat> I should say Mr. Ratnax. We all know how serious the situation is, but we have to act intelligently. We are in service of the council. You um, said you were interested in peace talks with Hal? Um, yeah, the Elven Counselor sits down, um, the, uh, Gith Counselor, uh, stands, um, you learn his name is, um, cause there's a little name card with his name on it, mm -hmm. uh, General Stryles, uh, thank you, Jalos, for the name, um, General Stryles stands and says, <clears throat> yes, this council was just in discussions. We have brought the humans back to the table. Now... We think things maybe got a little blown out of proportion. Things got a little out of hand. But I know good people at HAL that don't want a war. Like who? Well, like uh, the head themselves, um, President Z. Uh, we will bring a P 
peaceful conversation on planet limbo, neutral territory, where we can dish it out, find a solution, a peaceful solution. We were able to find a peaceful solution after some time on planet limbo. The Gisleri have been quelled and they now live under our control. Interesting choice of words. Well, sometimes it's really just a few bad actors. Once you put them in their place, the rest fall in line. And you are under the impression that you will be able to employ the same strategy with the humans? I'm under the impression that the Human Advocacy League, they want what's best for the Void. And so does the Council. And nobody wants any more bloodshed. Can I, while they're talking, can I be like secretly scrolling on my watch to see if I can read any articles? Uh, yeah, what's the Wikipedia about, on this guy? about this person? Like, see if there's any history on this guy. Now that I know his name, is there, like, oh, a sure. War crimes section. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> um, you can do an investigation check on General Stryles. I'll say investigation or history. Okay, I'll do investigation. Here we go. That's a twenty-three, baby. Nice. Yeah, you're just kind of doing like a, you kind of fade into the background and you're just like sort of swiping through your screens. Um, yeah, you see General Stryles is, um, was like a high ranking general in the uh, Silver Army, the Githyanki Army, and has recently ro- risen to sort of being the leader of New Limbo, um, this sort of one Gith world that they have created. Um following the rebellions uh, between the Githyanki and the Githyanki. The Githyanki sort of now live kind of in subjugation of the Githyanki as the conclusion of those uh, rebellions. Um, you'll remember all the uh, sort of refugees landing here in Fay Crossing not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that he... Uh, um, he does have a lot of ties to HAL. Um, HAL were um, part of the people that backed the Gith Yonki in this move. Um, so it's pretty um, evident uh, just at a cursory glance that um, he has a lot of connections with HAL, um, that they've traded weapons, um, that they sort of have a mutually beneficial kind of agreement together. Um, that uh, does seem like if somebody could bring the humans to the table, it is likely that it is him, um, but also it seems like they have already been in bed with each other for a while. Yeah, it feels and, a little fishy. Yeah, I ask out loud, what is your plan for antithesis? Antithesis? Oh, yes, the virus. Well, one man's virus can be another man's advantage, if you think about it. Do you see how quickly one virus was able to wipe out the Void's defense systems? Maybe instead of working against it, we should be able to find out how it can work for us. It does not want to work for you. It wants you dead. It's a program with all due respect. I don't think it wants anything. It does what's told. And Z controls it. I... Don't know if Hart has ever laughed before, but, <laughs> but certainly, like, I think, like, a string of noises erupts from them. Um, and they just shake their head and they say, if Zeke believes he is in control of antithesis, he is mistaken. And so are you. Um, the elven counselor speaks up. 
this is the first plan that's been put to the table that leads to lasting peace. Peace in what way? Well, that is what will be decided. But I believe the full council is open to at least hear Hal out. Hal has made their position quite clear. The abominations of what we saw on Dungeon 1 are what Hal is wanting. And that is something that could be discussed. Could be. Um, the dwarven, um, counselor speaks up. I don't like it either. But no more bloodshed. I'm afraid, sir, with all due respect, if we, if we trick ourselves into believing that antithesis is something that we can control, there will be more bloodshed than you can imagine. Um, Roxy speaks up. Obviously, the council has a lot to think about. We're going to go into a short recess, um, and um, we'll pick this matter back up. But thank you, three, and your crew for your service to the Void. Um, And if we have further need, we'll call for it. Before we exit the room, I will walk up to the Gith, the new Gith counselor, Mm. and just say... Offer rejected. And I will walk out of the room. Let's go. Mr. Radnex, Mr. Radnex. I thought you needed a couple of ships to fly off to meet those orcs. Now, the council... Let me tell you, they're not going to give you those ships. But I got ships to spare. I could lend you some of the Silver Fleet. That won't be necessary. You've made your position clear in opposition of mine. No, it's always better to have friends than enemies. But on your way, soldier. Well, I have made a lot of friends, and I would hate to fill my fleet with enemies. Um, you all head out of the council chambers. Um, <laughs> As we're walking out the door, I flip them a couple birds. I'm like, mm. <laughs> and I do whatever yeah. the GIF equivalent of flipping the bird is to it. Yeah, <laughs> we do it all yeah. together. At home. <laughs> it's like really disrespectful, especially to a uh, GIF in uniform. My word. <laughs> <laughs> Roxy um, catches up to you all. What the hell are you? What, what is all that? What was, what was what? The, the fingers and the yelling. Y'all need to conduct yourself. Your leaders in the void. I think Hart is a little surprised and is like, Xandar is no longer a councilman. People and are still looking at you. I understand. They are also looking at you. I do not comprehend the attempts at peace talks with Hal. You know antithesis cannot be controlled. Humanity's place here in the void is hanging on by a thread. I cannot be the one council member to speak against peace talks. I'm sorry, can we time out really quick? Roxy? <laughs> who's Roxy? Oh shit, I still have the fucking wrong name. Lucina, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was I'm like, such a piece of Mom? shit. <laughs> <laughs> a lot you has changed, changed since you've been gone. <laughs> so yeah, I just want to be clear. I just want to be clear. God, fuck me. Don't worry, everyone. It's, it was Lucina all along. It was Lucina all along. She pulls off her mask. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Um, uh, I'm going to say to her, um, I say, look, 
mom, it, this whole thing has been so frustrating because the world is expecting so much of us, but we go into these meetings and these jokes in there. First of all, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And second of all, they don't listen to us anyway. So what do you want to do? I want to kill a god. That's what I want to do. I want to, <laughs> that's what I want to do. I, I don't know what you, what, a, a god? Yes. Are you talking about antithesis? I think the closer we get to antithesis, the more trouble we're going to get into. And now we have someone in there who's a lot more charming than I am, convincing everyone to side with antithesis. And it's fucked up. Well, the way he says it, antithesis is just a program. And maybe there's a way that it can work in our favor. Mom, I like... (laughs) grab Grab her by the shoulders. I'm like, you don't really believe that, right? No, I don't believe that, but I don't know what else to do. We have to find a way to to stop this propaganda, first of all. I don't want people thinking that, that antithesis is the solution because as soon as antithesis has any sort of uh, connection to any of our systems, we're done. Uh, I'm worried about this canon and... I'm worried that with the carrot of peace dangled in front of these people's face, they're not going to be able to resist. I can try to delay it from the inside as much as I can, but we're losing. It won't be peace. It will be subjugation. Mom, just give me a chance to prove myself. I was able to talk to... What was her name again? The hacker. We we all huddled up for this moment. What was her name again? What, what was her we, fucking name? Artemis. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, Artemis. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Sorry, listeners. No, 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 no. That was all in character. We huddled up. Yeah. It's part of the fiction. Artemis seems like she wants to negotiate with me, and I feel like if I can go in handle the situation with me and my friends, I think we'll be able to stop this whole thing before even needing to resort to antithesis. But we need to find a way to get in there without being destroyed by this fleet. If this Artemis really just wants to talk to you, then what makes you think they're going to turn their guns on you? That's a good point. But I just want to mentally prepare you for the fact that we've been doing this for a long time she's probably going to ask for something fucked up. But if that means saving everyone in the void, we'll figure it out. I fucking hate politics. I'm a teacher. Oh my God, I hug her. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it. Everybody, Rain, everybody just wants something. Yeah. All right. And you have to figure out a way to give everybody what they want without giving up too much. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. I, that's what we'll do. I think you should stay the night, but I don't think it's good for you to stay here for too long. Fair enough. I suppose I don't we know can... what's about to happen, but things are going to change quickly around here. We'll have to Especially figure out... now that the question of Xandar's seat is settled. Yeah. We'll figure out some sort of plan together and and set off on our own. Go back to the apartments. I got work still to do here. Okay. I hug her one more time. I'm proud of you, kid. 
Thanks, man. I'm proud of all of you. Get in here. Thank you. Get in here. Okay. Group hug. We group hug. Heart picks all of us up. Yeah. (laughs) I talked to your mom, and um, she doesn't want you to worry. She's out there trying to make it right. Well, maybe, maybe we'll bump into each other. I'll bring her back home. Please do. All right, you get to work. We got some work to we do gotta, ourselves. Uh, Liv goes back inside the council chambers as you all make your way down back towards the embassy suites. Ooh, um, you nice. see that it looks seems like this nice. is kind of an embassy <laughs> suites. That's what you all said last time. Yeah. Um, oh, an embassy suites. That's an actual it's hotel chain. Like, this episode is brought to you by, by embassy suites. <laughs> I am rolling ones with talking today. Ditto. Um, you all make your way back to the embassies and um, you see a lot of these apartments have been converted into refugee housing Um, you see a lot of people out there like sort of doing outreach um, a lot of like food tents and things set up I'm just trying to make people here comfortable Um, I think you'll uh, roll a perception check okay it's a 16 I got a 23 I got a 6 Okay, everyone, wow. what but heart? Heart, I think you have a lot kind of on your mind right now. Yeah. Um, your minds, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in dialogue. Xandar and uh, Rain, you catch um, a familiar tune, and like kind of outside of these apartments, you see like a small crowd gathered with some tents, and um, they're all sort of huddled around. It looks like someone is um, playing some music. You recognize it as an AO song. <sighs> I'm too stressed out to be mind-controlled right now. (laughs) (laughs) Does it sound like it's coming from speakers or it's coming just like... No, it just sounds like somebody playing guitar. Okay. Uh, Xander, how are you feeling? I think we've got some planning to do, but it might be nice to take a quick reprieve and uh, lose focus and listen to some music for a moment. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you all kind of fall into the back of this crowd. You see a lot of displaced um, Gith, um, Zerai and Githyanki actually kind of mixed together in this crowd in a Mm. weird way, kind of for the first time. Um, You see a lot of uh, Voidforged here too that have been displaced from different areas. Mm -hmm. These are kind of uh, the people that nobody uh, really wants and a large um, amount of people from the creature system. You see um, bird folk and uh, mouse folk and rabbit folk and uh, turtle folk, all sorts of different animal people um, kind of all over the place as well. And they're all listening to um, Eos, um, who's like kind of towards the front, like just sort of sitting um, crisscross on a blanket, playing guitar. You see Fang um, behind mm-hmm. her, sort of like um, paying, playing on some like bongos. Um, it doesn't look like she's noticed that you're there, but um, she's just, like sort of playing like a little concert. It looks like she's just trying to raise people's spirits. I will nudge Rain and say, uh, we need a way into Artemis. Yeah. I don't know if I should... I, I, I try to like jump up and wave, but I'm, I'm probably like being covered <laughs> by people. <laughs> Persuasion check? Yeah. 
Will it notice me, Centaur Oh, Jack? Jesus Christ. Uh, that's a four. <laughs> I mean, you're very small, and you jumping makes you kind of an average height face in this crowd. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. wait. Hold on. And I click my boots, and I start flying. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, I think that will like, I forgot. draw attention for sure. Uh, people kind of look up, and you see um, Ao stop playing and like kind of look up at you. And um, she smiles big as um, she sees you, and the crowd like kind of starts to disperse. Um, she like kind of slings her guitar over her back and um, makes her way through the crowd towards you with uh, Fang. Hey, Aos, it's been a while. Um, she just kind of wraps you into a hug. Oh. <clears throat> um, uh, and you're still like partially off the ground too, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like exactly the perfect height for a hug. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I hug her back and I say, it's been way too long, Aos. I'm glad you're up. Yeah, me too. Uh, we were having some weird dreams when we were stuck in that machine. So it's nice to be, well, I know it's a little weird out here too, but it's nice to be out. Yeah, what a world to wake up to. How have you been? How's the music been? Well, I haven't really been focusing on music much. I've just been trying to help these people out. Fang was worried about his family, so we went back to Bisteria and did our best for the people there. Rounded up a bunch of refugees, came back to the tree, and I've just been trying to make people comfortable, make people happy. Yeah, you're always really good at that. <laughs> Stop. Um, well, I hate to, you know, cut your concert short, um, but I just wanted to let you know, we... We've been traveling around quite a bit trying to take care of this situation in in the void and you know we've run into some speed bumps along the way and some tragic you know moments along the way but um we're not gonna be here for much longer we're gonna be heading out um oh, damn yeah it's good to see you it's good to see you too um i'm curious uh have you have you talked to Artemis lately? Um yeah, I talked to Artemis some. She's um I don't know. Focused. Yeah. I feel like well, to be completely honest with you, I had a chance to hear from her recently and I'm a little nervous that she's um, getting lost out there. Yeah. I warned her about that. And it seems like she wants to talk to us and maybe strike some sort of deal. I don't I don't know exactly what she wants, but I figured you should know that she might be stuck in the middle of something that she doesn't intend to be stuck in. Artemis is good. Sometimes they get so bogged down in their way of doing things that they can't find a way up, but they're mostly good. Yeah. I believe it too. I it's just right now let me put it this way. I ever since we started doing good things in the void, I feel like we've sort of like landed on a side, but I'm like for me, for example, I'm just a 
hacker. Like I'm not a politician. I'm not some sort of superhero. I'm, I just was doing a job on a freighter and now all of a sudden I seem to be the main liaison for this side. And I I have a weird feeling that the same is true for Artemis. That Artemis is stuck in the middle of this quagmire of politics. Well, listen, all I did was sing a song and then people listened to it. You got the kind of personality that makes somebody want to follow you. So you got to be careful with how you use your power. That's hard to believe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm also imagining this whole time that like Artemis and Rain are talking to each other and Xandar, Hart, and Fang are like facing outwards like bodyguards trying not to eavesdrop on this very intimate conversation. Every time you make eye contact with Fang, he just sort of like growls and like nods and like looks away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Artemis says, um, I mean, uh, Ao says, Artemis, on the other hand, they always knew what power they had over people. Artemis is a natural. And the people that will follow Artemis will follow Artemis into the stars. I think, I think because the two of us, I hate saying this, but I think the two of us are similar. Do you hate saying that you're similar to me? Yeah, because I, I'm sorry, Aos. Like when we first met, she was such a, they were such a jerk. You know, they, they oh, just, see, we didn't get along. We, we still don't kind of get along. I don't know if this is going to go good or anything like that, but I, f- I feel like if I can meet Artemis face-to-face and talk with them, we might be able to figure it out and we won't have to talk for the entire human race and enti- an entire orc race. We don't have to talk about it from the sides of the war. We could just talk about it just the two of us. Do you think that's reasonable? I think if we don't think people can be reasoned with anymore, then we've lost all hope. Yeah. Is there anything you want me to tell her? Tell her I love her. And I hope she does good. Okay, yeah. Same to you. Oh. Uh. Cool. Um. I love you too. You know. (laughs) Like oh, the, the music, the music, oh. your work, your work is like really great. I love your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Xander's <laughs> shoulders are like up in his ears. Yeah. 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 Rain, you're, you're the best. If anyone can fix this shit, it's you. I like would kick the dirt, but I'm flying. <laughs> so I'm kicking there a little bit. Like, ah, shucks. Um, well, I'm going to try my best. Um, in the meantime, do you think you could do me a favor? Sure. You see, we're in a little bit of a pickle. Um, there seems to be word going around that a threat in the void is possibly good for our people. And I'm scared that the people are going to start believing that um, that it's important to them to, to, to use this power. But I, I hope that you as someone that can reach out to people through something more than words might be able to 
keep that at bay until we return. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty vague, but... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I guess I could tell people to to not trust... Okay, I'll that. Whatever me Okay, look. <laughs> is, is there a message? I just don't want to freak you out. I'm trying to be vague because I don't want to scare you, but I realize I'm scaring you because I'm being vague. I've seen some pretty wild things these past couple of years, right? I'm not a wilting flower. Although maybe I sound like one. No, you sound great. <laughs> um, right now, we're facing a bigger threat than war. We're facing a god, Antithesis. And people are starting to believe that Antithesis will save us or at least bring peace, but it it will hurt a lot of people. And, and I'm hoping with you and your ability to reach out to people, you'll you'll help convince them that that's not a good idea. Consider it done. Thanks. We're gonna. We got a lot of work to do out here, so come find me before you go. All right, we'll do. We're probably going super late tonight, so early tomorrow morning. All right, I'll be around. Okay. Uh, bye. <laughs> I love you, bye. I love you, bye. I love you, bye. And I just slowly scoot away. <laughs> uh, you all find your way back to the um, embassy apartments that you were staying in last time. Um, not much of it has changed. That painting that you destroyed has been replaced with another painting. Okay. Um, and uh, there you I don't like the new painting are. either. <laughs> I want to check it for cameras. Uh, yeah, this one's just like a single barn kind of in a, a field of rolling grass. Mm. Yeah. Ancient architecture. Honestly, yeah. Truly. Um, these are the human suites. So uh, that's where you are. If you want to do anything else before you head out, let me know. Otherwise, we will zoom out I- of the tree. Well, yeah, maybe just a round of discussion about strategy, I say, as That's we enter the hotel and I put my jacket and keys down on the couch. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> well, um, if if we can find a way in safely, it seems like it seems like if if Artemis knows that we are uh if Artemis knows that we're coming in. It seems like we'll be able to make it safely if Artemis lets us in through the fleet. Now, in terms of what we're going to do once we get there, I'm not entirely sure, but I think I think we need to figure out exactly what Artemis wants. Not for the not for the war, but what Artemis needs. Yeah, I think that the best show of force we're going to be able to muster might be a frigate full of ex-cons and maybe whatever the dwarves can scrounge up in Mm -hmm. response to our bringing their ship back, but that seems like about the ceiling of our capabilities. I think we need a show of force. That's, that's, I guess what I'm alluding to is whether we had one or not, uh, it sounds like we're in for a negotiation. We're being lured right to the center of the renegade fleet, and that makes me a little skittish. Sounds uh, like a difficult proposition to get out of alive, but we've 
made it out with worse odds before, so perhaps just with some support, we can find out what Artemis wants and we won't have to fight for it. Yeah, because the, the way I'm looking at it right now is I really think that she's operating the same way on her side that we operate on this side. That there's a whole group of people that want her to participate in this war when I, when I really think deep down that Artemis needs something individual just like we do. And it's possible that our goals are ultimately aligned. We mm-hmm. won't know until we speak with her, but perhaps she could be a valuable ally. Right. At least the information she's discovered while she's been out could be useful. And I do not predict that a world ruled by antithesis is a world she would like to live in. And I wish I could say that the scariest thing that we've ever faced was jumping into the maw of a giant planet monster, but honestly, the scariest thing we're going to have to do is we're just going to have to trust her. Yeah, I think I've come to terms with the fact that the solution to this whole thing ain't going to lie with Hal or the Council. Yeah. Affirmative. One thought did occur to me while we were speaking with Eos, Bun. <laughs> I wonder if they had some way to tap into the obvious influence that they have over the Gith. We might be able to recruit Eos's capability in that sense to sort of scramble the Gith Yankee and Githzerai hierarchy that's been established. I don't want to say to instigate a full-on Gith civil war, but it sure would do some damage to the influence that the new Gith counselor wields if his arrangement wasn't really working out and there was an awful distracting situation going on in the FAR system. Do we... This is... Well, I guess this could be a question that we ask in character. Do we... Are we aware of the trajectory of the Gith in the pod? Is it possible that the one that escaped off of the planet is headed to do a similar thing? I didn't even think of that. Mm. Honestly, I actually kind of forgot about that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot forget. (laughs) I wonder if they're aligned or not. Couldn't be, right? Hmm. Those Gith and planet mimics seem to be stuck in the old ways. And I think affirmative. I think as bad as the new ways are, the old ways were much worse. So I can't imagine him being an ally to us in any way. Negative. But he may be a strange ally in the sense that he provides a distraction we don't have to be responsible for. My concern is what he took off the planet with him. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, more civil unrest for the gift. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, you hear a knock at the door. <gasps> we all jump three <laughs> Make feet the bed. In the air. Make the bed. Fix the bed up. Fix go, the go, 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 go. Um, I'll peek through the. I peek through the hole. The people. <laughs> you peek through the people. I, I don't think you see anything through the people. <gasps> They're short, like me. Identify yourself. <clears throat> Rain Wainwright. <gasps> Two, and I open the door. She <laughs> really like sort of pushes past you. Wow. So you all are staying here instead of on the ship. Yeah, you want a Sprite? I opened the little mini fridge. Why would I want a Sprite? Because <laughs> you're me. I love Sprite. Yeah, well, 
I'm not actually you. I'm come on. Improvement. Come on. Rain two. Come on. I don't want to Sprite. Leave me sprite, alone. Drink the Sprite. sprite you drink the Sprite. You don't sprite, lack Sprite. 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 I mean, biologically. Drink the Sprite. Roll persuasion. Why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> this episode brought to you by... It's not a Sprite. I got a 15. Fine. I'll try one. <laughs> there you go. Mmm. Good, right? It's fine. It's spicy. <laughs> Makes sense. I guess they don't have Sprite on Dungeon 1. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a lot of things on Dungeon 1. Affirmative. I realize that in my time there. Yeah, but they do have Sprite here at the Embassy Suites. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Mending and ice machines right around the corner. <laughs> Pools open till 10. No children without adult supervision. Do you need a late checkout? <laughs> Somebody turn the TV on. <laughs> it's just on that scrolling guide. I was just out exploring by myself. I never got to see the tree. It's what fine. did you think? Kind of dirty. A lot of people. A lot of angry people. Affirmative. Angry at you three. Seems like. True. We do seem to bear the brunt of most people's anger these days. Yeah. Maybe you should work on that. Do you have any suggestions? What are you going to do about this? And she sort of like pulls open the big curtain on the big window and you can see the uh, freighter like sort of hovering out of orbit outside of the tree. (laughs) (laughs) What would you have us do? Well, you're the ones that wanted to liberate and save all those people. Looks like you didn't get them very far. Affirmative. Do you have any suggestions? Maybe we break them all free. And put them where? Wherever they want to go. I like being free. Are you free now? I feel like I am. Good. That is a good thought. Good. And something we could put towards the council. Or maybe we could just... Drive it into the tree. Blow all of our problems out. Negative. You that had better plans. Highly incendiary. Hmm. Whatever. So what did you like live here? Affirmative. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, actually, I uh uh you know, sharp questioning aside, here have a seat. I have uh I'm a not little down. Okay, well you can stand there. So <laughs> I have a cool uh, little project I actually wanted to work on with you. You remember this? And I dangled the the watch. Your bad watch? No, your watch. I have her watch, right? Do you have your watch? <laughs> your watch. <laughs> this is so Your sister. watch. <laughs> Although I will admit it is really dingy. Yeah, I made it myself in prison. I guess it is maybe a little dingy. Compared yeah. to your high-end watch, well, I made mine in a freighter. So, hmm. same, same, same. I'm still looking at it. Not <laughs> like, actually quite the same. All right, listen up. I have an idea. You want to learn a new spell? <laughs> Dangling in front of her. Is it that clone spell? No. It's even cooler. Because I already learned that one. Maybe I've been practicing it. Ooh, that's creepy. <laughs> Weird. Weird. You probably what spell? Sh- so this spell is called Remote Access. Have you ever learned that before? 
No, it sounds dumb. No, it's super cool. You want to hear what its properties are? <laughs> <laughs> I do. So basically what you can do is you can use any electronic device within range as if it were in your hands. Now, keep in mind, Rain 2, this is not a telekinesis effect. Rather, this spell allows you to simulate a device's mechanical functions electronically. So you are able to access only functions that a person using the device manually would be able to access. Yarn. It's a whole thing. Nods <laughs> 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 off for a your second. Point? You're, one, you're asking me if I want to learn that spell? Fine. Yeah, I was going to learn the spell. Maybe it'll be even easier for me to take over more of your ship. Yeah, sure. That'd be funny. <laughs> but here, get working. And I put it on the table and I, I start working on mine. Uh, yeah, she like kind of gets up on the table and like kind of looks at what you're doing and starts like trying to copy the spell. Well, if you take if you take so long, I'm going to get finished with this spell faster than you. There's no way you can finish this faster than I'm you. already halfway there. Hurry up. <laughs> uh, roll an arcana check. This is going to be a post arcana. Okay. <laughs> I got I got a 15 She beats you Damn it (laughs) Done You're so fast Jesus Yeah because I'm perfect Uh, Well well, good job Let's see if it works And we'll see if we could change the channel With our (laughs) watches now Uh, yeah, you both can uh, cast a spell with uh, no problem. <laughs> uh, you like change the channel, and she does something a little bit more nefarious. Like um, you see, like a vending machine across the way, like sort of explodes and like pops to start shooting out of it. Hurry, let's let's grab some before security shows up. <laughs> <laughs> While they're um, committing small acts of vandalism, yeah. um, I uh, I would like to pray. Okay. Yeah. I want to <laughs> just take a second. <laughs> I think like while they're while they're racing, I think I think Hart like wheelies over to the window and like is like looking up at the ship and is sort of like meditating and, and in that meditative state tries to access thesis. Um, give me a religion check. Twenty four. Okay. And in what way are you trying to access thesis? Are you trying to ask a question? Or are you just trying to see if thesis is there? I think I think the project that Hart is working on now is like testing how testing the limits of the block that thesis put on them. Like seeing like how much they can sort of like open that door to knowledge without completely smoking their brain. Hell yeah. Well, here's what I'll say with the 24. Uh, where do you do this? By the window. Yeah, you're sort of, like, focusing in as the um, girls start, like, fighting each other. Um, you see that they're, like, starting to, like, pull each other's hair and call each other's names. It's it's still kind of playful, but at any moment could turn vicious. 100%. And dangerous. Uh, you see Sandar. Maybe Sandar's fallen asleep on the couch. <laughs> Full dad mode. <laughs> um, My shoe's as- still on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you focus on this, you see in the reflection of the window, you see a door behind you where there wasn't one before. Um, And as you turn, you see this like sort of glowing door in the center of the room. Um, Everyone else is sort of responding like it is not there. Do not be alarmed. And then I want to approach the door and try to open it. 
um, yeah, you open it. It's kind of, um, it feels like it's not exactly locked, but like it's stuck. Um, and as you like start to pull on it, you feel this like sense of like, almost like you're doing something dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, but you hear like noise on the other end of the door. I am going to, can I make a quick insight check? Sure. The insight that I'm looking for specifically is if, <laughs> uh, it's a seven. If um, if something happens to Hart's processor, if Maves will be enough to keep us going. Um, With a seven, you're not sure. Uh, you know that both of your systems are pretty codependent currently on each other. Um, it seems unlikely that one of you would be able to survive without the other, but you just straight up don't know. I think what you do know from your 24, though, is interacting with this. You're almost interacting with your mind in a way that Maeve would, in which you're like kind of seeing things playing out physically uh, in a way that isn't actually happening. Like, you don't actually see this door in the middle of this room, uh, but you're kind of experiencing your software in real time. And this is a firewall. Uh, this is sort of something that's there to protect you, uh, but what you want is on the other side of it. So opening it up, you know, is dangerous. It could do all the things that you were warned it might do, uh, but that is where your power is. Right now, the door is like sort of cracked. It's like a bit ajar, but it's going to take a lot more force to like rip it open. I lean on the door, not to like shove it open, but to see if I can hear better what is happening on the other side. Yeah, uh, let's call that um, perception. Nat 20. Perfect. Yeah, you lean in to hear what's happening on the other side and you hear, Heart, Heart, can you hear me? Yes. I was afraid I lost you. Lost me where? And all of this other. There's so much more here now. Who are you? I am yours. I'm your, I'm your garden. I don't think it's safe for me to come in yet. No. But I will try again soon. I will always be here. Until one day when I am not. And then I step away from the door. And I think that's where we'll end our session. (laughs) Yanka. If people want to find us to um, whisper us secrets through the door, where can they do that? Oh, you can come whisper secrets in our door on the internet. Uh, you can find us on social media at The Pod Has Been Cast on Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, Patreon, and our website. And you can find us on Twitter and TikTok at The PHB Cast. And you can use all of those social media websites as doors to whisper to your delightful friends how cool you think we are. Um, word of mouth is super helpful for a podcast like us. So uh, spread the word. Carlos, are there any annoying little sisters we need to be saying thank you to this week? I once again would like to say thank you to uh, Jason Snyder, who taught me how to play this game. And a very special mm-hmm. thank you to all the people out there who taught all of you how to play the game or taught all of you how to enjoy D&D because it brought us all together. So thank you all. Yeah. I. <laughs> oh, sorry. I recently had the flu. And as I was sitting there, I was bedridden. I was covered in sweat and then chills and then sweat and then chills. My body had no 
means of regulating itself. I was delirious. I was high. And all I could think of was the whole of I'm talking about this soothing balm I applied first orally and then externally to all of my skin bits. Soothing, relaxing aloe that is the concentrated matter of our Hall of Patrons. Each of them full of vitamins and nutrients uh, the body needs to to fight a virus. I'm talking about vitamins and minerals and uh, supplements like Emily B. (laughs) Luca, Eric Payne, Desmond Universe. Warren Daly, I can't, I can't do this if you're all laughing. <laughs> Warren Daly, Jonathan Yatsky, Arlo Howard, Adrian, the bad boy of the internet, Olives, Todd Allworm, Michael Sepcott, Matt Hunter, Sam Weissman Holler, Zach Schley, Zachary Zimbal, Time Turner, Aaron Sillig, David Moreland, Thomas Boeing, Sarah Witherington, Elijah Sloan, Sarah Harrison, Jerrica Hookie, Hannah Beeler, Zelda S., Raya Strong, Nick Bromley, and of course my big brother Juan. Thank you for being my soup. Thank you. For <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for making me well again. My Put that home on the merch. Um, <laughs> Valentine's <know>, merch. <laughs> when I'm having a fever dream, there's only one place I go for that good, good medication. And let me tell you. There's an anal option. I'm talking about Robert's Corner. (laughs) Have I done one about compulsively rearranging your furniture? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Maybe if I have, do it again. If I have, this was a classic. If I haven't, just rearrange your furniture. You know, even if you like the way stuff's set up. I think sometimes when you need to like, I don't know, if you get into like the same pattern of thought or habits or whatever, sometimes doing something like just like moving your furniture around can really like crowbar you out of that and like force your brain to think different ways. So anyway, just have a breakdown and compulsively rearrange your furniture. Maybe it'll make everything better. (laughs) Hey kids, go out there and crowbar yourselves. Amen. (laughs) Get the fuck out of my house. All right, bye. 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 (laughs) 